podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Quick message about one of our sponsors, Tread. Tread offer top quality grip socks for all types of sport, available in a range of different colours. Tread won't let you slip. Check the link out in our bio on social media or check out treadsocks.com and use code PODCAST at checkout for 10% discount. Hey everyone, we have teamed up with CT Electrical, where no job is too small. From rewires to EV chargers and at a reasonable price. Check them out at CT Electrical on all social media. And if you mention the podcast, you'll get a cheeky 10% off. Hello everyone, welcome back to the non-need treatment room with me, Cookie. As always, Davo is alongside me. How are you? Very cold, Andrew, but I'm good, thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm very warm in this corner. Yeah, I bet you are. you got all the heaters on you. It's lovely. It's lovely. A um, little bit different today, so no uh, guest. Well, we do have a guest. He's a very special guest of ours, a, very, uh, a family friend of the podcast. Absolutely. Making his third appearance. Gets his ball now, doesn't he? Yeah, we'll have to get him one, signed by us. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit different. Um, so I'll bring him in. So please welcome Adam Davis. Hello, Adam. Hello, fellas. Um, when you said no guest, I was concerned that we're, I am now the ghost of the non-league treatment <laughs> you, room podcast. You are the third host. You are. Well, that is, that is an absolute pleasure to be associated to you two successful fellas, so thank you very much. Oh, thank you very, very much. That's, that, that's it now. You know like how um, Ben Foster does his and Tubes comes on every now and then? Yes. You're our Tubes. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Um, more hair. Well, that is up for debate, but I have also, the guests can't see, but I've also bought you a fine bottle of Audi's Beer Speciale. It looks fantastic. Just, I thought it was wine. Other supermarkets are available. Other supermarkets, <laughs> other supermarkets are available. Sorry to the sponsors. Um, I've bought you a bottle of Beer Speciale because I don't believe I've congratulated you two fellas um, since the, um, the national award that you, that you won. So well done. Thank you very, very much. much. Yeah, appreciate that. It's uh, very nice. I, 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 like you said, I thought it was wine. Yeah, I did. And it's a very, very nice bottle. I don't want to open it. Yeah. It's too nice to open. It's the mantelpiece. Beer speciale for anyone that uh, wants a similar beer. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Um, but how are you anyway? Because last time we did one, you were going over to America. Is that how long it's that's been? That's how long yeah. it's been. The last time we did... Uh, I think it must have been season one review now. Wow. Yeah, it was. Bloody hell. You were going to America. Yeah. Well, I'm back. Um, And it was fantastic out there. Thank you. Very different experience. Very different way of living. Very nice weather out there. As I left, uh, it started to snow. So I think I've come back to the second coldest place on the planet because it was getting chilly out there. But yeah, (laughs) fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Glad to be back to see some proper football. I've saw some non-league. Yeah. I've watched a couple of games since my return. I've also watched um, Wayne and Lee's under-18s. Yes, it is good to be back, getting back involved in the game. Yeah. Did you watch any soccer out there? I watched some soccer. Um, I played some soccer. Um, and interesting, interesting story, I scored a goal. It's <laughs> really interesting. Whoa, hang on. <laughs> Um, I scored a couple of goals actually. They play co-ed football out there, so men and women play together, which is 
um, obviously the first time I've ever experienced that. And you, you probably sat thinking, I bet the standard's not very good. Let me tell you, it's good. Um, but I got the nickname Jimmy Vardy. So um, a <laughs> couple, of, couple of people clocked on to the fact I was English. Of all the things that they were going to call me, I didn't expect it to be Jamie Vardy, but that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, it's great to have you back, and it's, thank you for coming on to do this. We're calling it a Christmas special. Yeah, it is. Because cooking. it is around the Christmas yeah. time. We're going to talk about the league so far mm. um, at the Christmas break. We're going to talk about some Boxing Day fixtures that are going to be happening so we can promote that to people. Um, but something a bit different, you know. We love having guests on and talking about their careers, their journeys, everything like that. Um, but it's just something a bit different. The guests aren't going anywhere. We've got some brilliant ones lined up and um, they're going to keep coming, so don't worry about that. Um, and if you haven't listened to any of the guest ones, make sure you go back, listen to them. And uh, tell us what you think, because that's what we want to know. We want to hear what your thoughts are. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to kick off first, though, with the National League. Oh, lovely. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, I want to ask Adam a question first. Okay, yeah, you ask Adam so a question. Seeing as we're on uh, the Christmas episode, I want to ask you a, a personal question, Adam, if that's okay. Of course. Could you please tell me your favourite Christmas film? Die Hard. What? Is that a Christmas film? No. He's being controversial on purpose. I think no. it. I, I don't. All right, well. It is yes, in the it Christmas is. section, it's though. Around, it's released around Christmas. And, um, it's in the snow. It, yeah, they say it's a Christmas film. But if I had to choose, Elf. Yeah, it's got to be, in it? Got yeah, to be. got to be. And it's also the only Christmas film that most blokes know. Yeah. <laughs> Name another one. Home Alone. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. The Santa there. Claus. I was definitely Bad talking. Santa. Great film. Yeah, yeah I was definitely good. talking for myself there. <laughs> Elf is the only Christmas film I know. Yeah, that is great. If uh, if you're listening, please comment in below or in whatever how you're listening. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Absolutely. We'd like to know if if you think it is. Um, I don't think it is, but Adam does. Wow. Listen. Do you, Lee? Football is all about no, opinions. No, no I don't. <laughs> what other ones you got? Uh, I'm just going to drop him in as, as we go along. Okay. Cookie, if that's all right. Yeah. I like think I'm so. going to be in the middle of a conversation with my brother, and then I'm, I'm just going to change the topic. Mm. But we've got a couple of good ones here. Nice. <laughs> so I thought I better put some in as it's a, a Christmas special. Christmas theme. Christmas theme. Um, Which one are we starting on though, Cookie? But firstly, Adam. Oh. We haven't asked you this before. What does football mean to you? Oh. We are. Yeah, I don't remember me and Ross answering this. No, because it came in after. Yeah. Yes, it did. About episode four or five. And I was always sad about it because I wanted to say, but I wasn't expecting you to ask me tonight. As you well know, I would have pre-prepped a methodical response, but you're <laughs> going to get it as raw as it comes. Um, football has meant a lot of things to me over my lifetime. I think early in my life, it was there to impress my dad, if I'm honest. So, me and Lee constantly in competition, playing in various different teams. Um, I was there thinking, I hope I get that nod of approval from my dad if I do something good. Um, And that's what football was to me. As I got a little bit older, it was about competition. So, a bit of a release, competitive, um, desperate to win. Um, And then, when I moved into coaching, it, it became... I suppose, like most people, a bit of a lifelong dream of hopefully I can make. If I can't make it as a player, which I knew from very early, 
hopefully I can make it in the professional game in some way. So it's become a job since then. Um, and then obviously teaming up with Ross and, and doing what we've done um, in the game, it, it has become a job. I fall in and out of love with football, I'll be honest. I love it. Like now, while I'm out of the game, I love going to watch games. I love going to the pub after I caught up with um, Tomo and Norts and Hainsey, the new Atherston managers. Um, the other night, I love that side of it. When I'm in it, I've got a love-hate relationship. So I think football is like um, a relationship that I can't run away from. <laughs> if I think a lot of people think that, though. I've, I've definitely experienced that, that love-hate relationship of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's bordering where you go... You already have a job as well, and then football as well. If that comes too much of a job, it comes really two jobs together, and it comes quite, quite stressful. Tasking, and, quite and I think that's what it is. I've learned over time. Every single time I get back into the game in some iteration, I've learned from my mistakes of the past. Um, I think my character is. I throw so much of myself at the game. I've got a very big emotional connection to it. So therefore, when the good's good and it's great. When the bad's bad, I feel it, and so does everybody else, I think. Will, big question, will we see you in the dugout anytime soon? Uh, not anytime soon, but never say never. I think if the job's right, both myself and Ross discuss returning and what that would look like and when. But it's got to be the right job because we've left... You've left Atherston um, when we did to obviously go travelling abroad and work and stuff. You've left a, a big job, big club, lots of fans. I'm just saying it as I see it today. I don't think I could go back to less than that. So uh, between the two of us, it'd have to be more than that. Um, but never say never. I think definitely not this season. Um, but... Who knows next? Hey, let's go into the National League. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate mm, it. Wish, thank you. Um, so we're going to start on the National League. And we're going to talk about National League because obviously there's teams on there like Kidderminster, Solio, where we've had guests on mm. and they play for them. So I think it's only fair we talk about them and bring those in. Um, so obviously looking at the table so far, how things stand, Chesterfield are sitting top. Obviously things might have changed by the time this may come out. Um, but Chesterfield obviously sitting top. Uh, Kidderminster, who we had Shane Byrne on, yeah. they are still in that bottom side. But got their first win. Starting to pick up results. Starting yeah, got their results. first win, so they beat Ebbsfleet 2-0 on the second yeah. of this month. Yeah. So, fair, but I know Shane's not back yet, but obviously we, we wish Shane a speedy recovery. It shouldn't be long now, should it? No, because we had him on quite a, Three weeks ago? Three, four weeks ago, so... And he was saying to us, he's back Five about. Weeks, yeah, it? so it'd be good to see Shane back. I yeah. saw that their manager was, they were winless in seven, weren't they? And yeah. their manager's just won um, manager of the week, I think it is. So they are definitely on the turn. I'd be excited to see how that changes now. But a big question that I think a lot of people discuss around the National League. Should the league change how many promotion spots are up for grabs? Yes. One million percent. So currently as it stands... One goes up automatically, yeah. obviously the top spot, and then the next six spots are playoff spots. Yeah, I that's right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so I personally think it needs to be changed. Mm. Mm. Um, 
What What do you guys think? I'm I'm trying to wonder what the sense is around only having the one. Is it because of the makeup in the league above? How many come down from there? It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't understand why that is only one automatic promotion mad, at this it? point. No, look at it last season with Notts County and Wrexham. Both did, look, look, luckily enough, they both did go up because yeah. obviously Wrexham got automatic and Notts County come through the playoffs. Come through the playoffs, but, but they how, both deserve to go up. Yeah, but how mad that they were both over 100, 100 points, points. Yeah, and only one went up. And there's won got, the there's got to be something we're missing, obvious here. But to me, it's got to be something in regards to. League Two hasn't it and the format and the structure there I think especially when you look at last year clubs of that size and actually you look at Chesterfield now gigantic club Solly or Moores gigantic club Um, Rochdale in there by the way there's some clubs with huge grounds resources fan bases so we are definitely missing something but no it doesn't make sense to me I think I'm always a fan of two automatic and then playoffs yeah, well, I've just had a look. Two go down, fellas. So, two go down from so, League Two. So two go down from League Two. So that's where I, I think it needs to be changed as well. I remember, I remember obviously at the awards a few weeks ago when the Barnet podcast won the Bees Pod. Yeah. Obviously, they were a bit drunk. Yeah. And I remember the guy going up to collect the award, and his speech was something about three go up. Free come down and he was sort of saying it needs to be changed it needs to be changed this that this that because obviously that's how passionate they feel that yeah. it's but it makes the league exciting yeah how you know when it comes to it the playoffs and stuff it makes it really exciting but mm. for teams like last year yeah Wrexham and Knox County should have gone up yeah, yeah without Knox County having to go into the playoffs mm. um but yeah that's an interesting one but Kidderminster yeah we hope they Obviously, pull out some form and uh, um, 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 stay in that league. You'll be surprised to see what confidence can do. Yeah. Um, obviously, picking up that result, I, I anticipate they'll go on a little bit of a run now, get that winning feeling back, mm. go on a little bit of a run. You just look at the teams ever so slightly above them. Oxford City, York City, like gigantic, obviously, Dorking. Massive. Love Dorking. I know that you've not managed to get the, uh, the gaffer on yet, but that would be good if you can. It's yeah. coming. It's coming, mate. Is it? Yeah. Good. It's we come. all want to hear from him. We all want to hear from him. <laughs> um, look, look at the top, though, Ad. So, Solly or Moores are currently in fourth. Mm. Sitting pretty as Who's well. Who's a gaffer now, Solly or Moores? It's Andy Wing. Andy Wing. Yeah. Ex-Cov player. Yeah. And getting player. lots of decent reviews, lots of decent press. Um, Ex-Banbury as well, because he did it with Banbury United, didn't he? He got yeah, them promoted. Yeah. And yeah. then he got his move to Solly. A great manager, great bloke as well. And... The squad that he's built there. Mm. Obviously, they've had a dip in a little dip in form. Yeah, lost but, the last three. But I think they, they've got to be in and around that playoff spot, definitely. Yeah. And obviously, we've had with Josh Kelly, who's you know scored ten goals so far this season. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. No, obviously, no. a few few more from him. I think it's nearly one in two from, him, isn't it? And that's I was it. listening weirdly to. Um, up front with Simon Jordan Michael Owen on there today and they were talking about how one in two used to be the marker for like that's a proper striker if you really? score one in two yeah yeah. Mm. Um, question for you Cookie a big one this early if you were to tip your hat on anyone now to get promoted who would it be I know we're only 21 games in 22 games in who, who would you say so you... My, my Christmas prediction go on four as obviously we've come to the Christmas point so 
I think Chesterfield have to win it, and I think Chesterfield will win it. Yeah, I think they've got gap, they've got. Ex, I mean, they've got Will Grigg up front, who's been there and done it. I know, obviously, the National League is obviously a lot different to probably Champo and Prem, mm. but Chesterfield have to. They've been so close. Yeah, I think um, Paul Cook's the manager there. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of experience there, and I think he will definitely get them over the line. I know they've got some games in hands, but yeah, I think Chesterfield for me will be. But I think. I think Solihull will definitely be in the playoffs. I'm, 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 I'm putting my bet on that, and I'm, and I'm putting that Kidderminster will survive. Okay. Um, I've got an interesting one. I watched a live game the other day on BT Sport, and it was Gateshead. Mm. And bloody hell, they can play football, by the way. Yeah. They were unbelievable. So they're currently sitting in fifth, got a game in hand on all the teams above them, Barchester Field, currently sat on 36 points. I think they'll get into the top three. Yeah, yeah. That's competitive. Easy, I'd say easily looking at that. That's competitive at this point. Altrincham as well, very similar. Mm. Very similar. Sat around that. Mm. It's just mad the teams there, isn't it? Like even like Barnet as well. Like such a big like, massive. Obviously, club. we had Liam Daly who played for Barnet. Yeah, massive mm. club. Um, but I think what we see there, I think they're going to be the teams mm. in and around the end. Nice. And have you seen? Have you seen who the top goal scorer is in the league as well? He scored two the other day in the FA Cup. Paul McCallum. Yeah. He scored two in the FA Cup against... Oh, how can I not remember? I watched it. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, It'll come back to me. Um, He's ex-West Ham, if I recall rightly, because I listened to that game on my drive home. Ex-West Ham trainee. Um, But yeah, I recall that game as well and can't tell you it was against Reading. I think it was Reading. Reading. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. No. No? No. I think it might be, we'll see. Oh, I can't remember. We will see. Yeah, I'll have a look in a bit. Will Grigg sitting in sixth. He's not quite on fire, but he will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to National League North. Yeah, we've got a lot of people that we can talk let's, about. We can discuss the National League North. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of local teams. Brackley Town, Rushall, Tamworth. Uh, I mean, you can throw Banbury in there. Um they're the sort of local teams around where we are and obviously Brackley holds us some close hearts to, to us I'd say with, with the guests we've had on who play for Brackley mm. um, so yeah it's um, it's nice to see where Brackley are but also nice to see where Tamworth are mm. you know let's just touch on Tamworth to win promotion last year um and now they're sitting second in the league and sort of tussling places with Scunthorpe. What a journey they've had. Mm. Massive, yeah. massive club as well, Tamworth. Um, I'm not surprised. I think they've got a fantastic manager. Really, really good recruitment as well. Um, you've got the skipper from, or the former skipper of Alva Church that went there, centre-half. Jamie Willits, is it? Mm. I want to say unit unbelievable in the air obviously brought him into the club I think that was a, I think that was last season but still shrewd shrewd signing um, and your Dan Creenies people like that still scoring goals um, they've got the centre half as well keeps popping up with goals bold headed chap yeah he scored against Brackley yeah 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 Dol- oh. Dolman yeah Dolman Liam Dolman yeah player Big guy, isn't it? Player. But he can still do a bit. Yeah, but 
what a player yeah what a player yeah definitely um, so yeah I'm not shocked to see Tamworth do you think they'll uh, hold it up there yeah I do <clears throat> well if you look at their track record over the last few years they tend to once they're up there they stay there so yeah I'm, I'm not surprised I'm not shocked and I would like to see Tamworth um, push Scunthorpe all the way which I'm sure they will well, they've got a game in hand on Scunthorpe at the minute as well above them yeah so but, but Scunthorpe is another <coughs> one. Oh, massive a, club a huge club so you know it's the, the, the calibre of players that they've had in the past you know Billy Sharp players like that mm. are un- unbelievable yeah. what, what, and then it happens to everyone though doesn't it they, they drop all the way down I remember watching Scum- I went to a Scunthorpe game when I was uh, when they were in the same league as Cov really and I did Scunthorpe away mm. yeah and Cov lost mm. <laughs> that was many years ago Many years ago. But um, Brackley Town, obviously, comes so close all the time. They're yeah. sitting in playoffs at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of people we know, Jimmy Armisen, Alex Goodger, Danny Newton, yeah. um, all playing there and you know, playing well, playing the games. Um, but I'm going to touch on this. And, and coming from a manager as well, do you think Gav Cowan's under pressure, Adam? Um... No, not for me. Um, would be silly for anyone to be sat in fourth with a decent record and saying that they're under pressure. Look, do I think with their history, a club like Brackley, like you said, always being the nearly men, if you will, do I think they'll be feeling the pressure to say this is the year that we've got to do it? Yeah, absolutely. But no, I wouldn't say that any manager sat in fourth place in any league should be under pressure. I'm shocked at like, I know it's not non-league, but Sunderland have sacked Tony Mowbray sitting yeah, I've just that. outside the playoffs. I've just seen that, yeah. Fascinating, fascinating. So, no, anyone anyone in those top places, I wouldn't say, under pressure. Um, and actually, this could be the year that they learn from the others and if they can stick in and around that playoff place, um, that they finally get over the line. I've got, I've got a video on my phone, by the way. So <laughs> I bet you've got many videos on I your have. phone. <laughs> so, I'll show you this at the end. Um... But a guy that I work with does the analysis for Brackley. Um, shout out to Strongy, if you're listening, Strongy. Um, and he sent me a video. So they lost last night to Chester 1-0. Yeah. Now, it was a penalty that they got that lost them the game and the player. I think he got sent off for it. You've never seen anything like it. I think I've seen a video circulating, yeah, seen on, circulating on Twitter today. You've never seen anything like it. So he obviously lunges in the centre after us, but he's nowhere near the man. And the man just lifts his legs off the floor, dives on the floor, mm-hmm. ref gives a penalty. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, refs have been so much... We spoke a little bit about this on the Jez Murphy one, I think, about the refs and VAR and stuff like that. And it's just such a conversation that it doesn't matter what level you're in, referees are under pressure. So much. Yeah, and not always, especially at these levels, not always just. We're talking about, I always think anyway, look, people are going to sit there, listen to this and go, God, like get off the fence. But how many mistakes do we make as managers, coaches, players? The, the margins at this level, you have to expect multiple errors in a game from a referee, just a normal person. Um, I, I have less patience for it at the top level of the game because I think you've got all of this technology, you've mm. got all of these voices in the room. But at these levels, should you expect a level of human error, 
Yeah. Do I understand the emotion? 100% absolutely. But come on, there's got to be a little bit of leeway for people at certain levels. We're seeing it more now with Twitter and social media, people saying referees this, referees that. When it's done, it's done. Like, Yeah, that, yeah. And that, that's how I've always been anyway. And I've been the most frustrated during a game. But when it's done, it's gone. Move on. I've seen you give some managers some stick. I'm refs. In, um, some, <laughs> yeah, and refs. Yeah, I have. <laughs> on that sideline. In the moment, yes. Albeit, my thing is always, ha- have a conversation. Yeah. With, if you have a conversation, even if you just go, the best ones are the ones that come over and go, listen, that's why I've made the decision, whether you like it or not. Now I've explained myself. Yeah. Fine. It's it's when, and listen, I've not done a referees course. I don't know what people are instructed to do and say in those moments. But it's when you like ask for a conversation and you get nothing back. Mm. That's when the you, the blood starts to boil, especially when there's three points on the line. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> definitely. I think I do think though that it, not sticking up for refs. Well, they don't need sticking up for. No, at the at end all. of the day, they are what they are. But um, it must be one of. It's got to be the toughest job. It's got to be. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, well, number one, the old adage, there's no game without the referee. Number two, in any other walk of life, are you going to allow people to chastise and criticise you the way a referee gets it? Probably not. So, yeah, utmost respect. I think refs probably need a little bit more protection and a little bit more support from the top brass in the game. That's where I think we let them down. There's no oversight on the courses, the education programme, why decisions are made in the manner in which they are. And I know the answer to that might be go on a course then and find out. There just probably needs to be a little bit more support for them there rather than hanging one person out to dry when they make a mistake. Well, yeah, they, they have that much. They're not only getting pressure from the players, it's yeah. people on the sideline, managers, coaches, but also fans yeah. from both sides. Assessors, yeah. if they're being... So because obviously, think, refs are in the same position as a player. Yeah. They want to get crazy. up the, le- yeah, up the yeah, levels. Do, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're, they've got to qualify to get up yeah. to the... You know, it starts at level seven, then it goes all the way up. Yeah. And it's... And, you know, the, the higher level you are, the more prestigious league you're refing. Yeah. You know, and it, it's... It, they're in the same boat. So they want to do well. They want to yeah. make good decisions, I think. Yeah. That's what it's why I prefer non-league because it's an adult conversation and it's a decision made in the moment. Where I can't get my head around it is listening to those VAR recordings, <laughs> all the people in the room. There's multiple voices. Stop there. You can't stop there. That needs some work. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, quick, quick uh, touch on Russell. Yeah, obviously yes. Russell, another local side. Yeah. Um, obviously won promotion last year beating the Neatonborough out. Mm. They are sitting just outside of relegation, which is good to see. They're picking up some points. Yeah. But also, Danny Waldron. Danny Waldron, by the way. Top goal scorer in that league. Player. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, player. player. He, the, the, uh, the manager, Liam McDonald, won't thank me for saying this on a podcast. I saw a rumour circulating that Blues were going to go in from Birmingham City. I saw that. I think I saw something like that. Yeah, and I don't know, you don't know whether these things are like blah, 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 showcase, but the fact that Someone of Danny Wardron's quality has been spoken about at that level, if true. You ain't surprised. Bearing in mind how well he's doing and how he's stepping up the levels. He's another one that's former Alva Church as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and scored in big cup games for them. Proper, proper forward. Definitely. Really good to watch. What What other teams has he played for? Is he came from like lower league or is he dropped down? Danny Wardron. I'm not sure. The, the, the first time... I, I know him play at Alva Church for a period of time... 
Um, I think and, Iron and earned him from Alvachurch. Yeah, and he well. scored he scored a lot of goals there because Alvachurch is like a absolute breeding ground for talent <laughs> as well. I think some of the strikers that have gone through there, Alvachurch and Leamington, are the two clubs that come to your mind of people that have pushed others through the league. But now to to touch on Russell, really really good young manager, um, and to me that's holding your own. You always wonder what the expectation is when people get promoted to, into a league above. I know from experience here, even though people would have said, well, Atherston, with, with everything that they've got, they should be doing well. Yeah, first and foremost, stay in the league. Yeah, That's success, isn't it, when you've been promoted into something? Um, and I think Russell will be all right. Definitely. I hope so. Small margins at that level, though. Yeah, definitely. It's also Small good to see job. Danny Newton on there. Scoring goals for Brackley Town as well, obviously playing in the, playing in the league and stuff, yeah. uh, and definitely him rising as well from where he's rose. Mm. Um, hopefully, can get him over the line. But I want to put in if I can. Go on. Is that time, Adam? Is that time? Oh, go on. Um, my question to you is, Adam. Yes. You know your Christmas tree at home. Yes. Is it real or fake? Fake. Would you ever have a real Christmas tree in your no. house, Adam? No. Why not? <laughs> Mess. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, your opinion on having real Christmas trees in your house? No, never. <laughs> Not in a million years. Number one, pines everywhere in yeah. your feet. Um, <laughs> in fact, you know what? This will kill me because I don't remember. I think we had a real one once. And I was like, what on earth? There was shedding all over the carpets, all over the gaff. Dogs are running around in it. <laughs> I think it was mid-year the following year and I was still standing on things from uh, from a real Christmas tree. No, Mark, the Christmas decorations, they are up now. I came home one weekend and it was done. I have nothing to do with it other than getting out of the loft and I'm not ashamed to say. <laughs> that is my I'm job. I'm similar as That's I was job. I'm, I'm one of those where I'm just like, oh, I'll get them down and I'll just watch you do it. Yeah. Like... Well, I don't even watch. I just come in and it's done. Mrs. One thing I will say is, my missus, around this period of time, B&M, trinkets, everywhere I look, there's a Christmas trinket. Where have you been? B&M. What's a trinket? Like a a thing, an ornament, something appearing in the house. It's a a random Christmas, ain't it? A weird lit up star. (laughs) It's a trinket. That's what it's called. I've gone full out this year. I'll put lights on the outside of my house. Well, now I, now yeah. I do want to do that. Yeah. I do want to the do that. The little one loves it. She, I didn't turn them on tonight, mm. you know, saving electric and all that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> she'd come home and uh, she was gutted they weren't on. Nah, she yeah. ran into the house and said, the lights aren't on. I was yeah. like, okay, so I went and turned them on. But yeah, look beautiful. Yeah, I want some outside. Yeah. I don't want trinkets inside. Too many things to polish around. <laughs> too many things, too many things. But if you do want the smell of a real one, get a plug-in. Yeah, good shout. Plug-in fragrance, get good the shout. smell of a real Christmas tree. Yeah, you're right. That's the winter hack. spice, that yes. kind of stuff around this year, isn't it? Superb. Yes. Where are we going with this? <laughs> There's going to be more as well. There's going to be more. Let's go on to the Southern League. Southern, Southern League, League Premier what Central. The, Here we go. The, lo- the lovely league that Nuneaton Borough are in, Leamington, Stratford... Barwell, Coville, mm. Alverchurch, Kettering. Honestly, this league is insane. Hard league, isn't it? Tough league. Um, brilliant teams in there as well. Um, first and foremost, Nuneaton Borough. We touched on them. They are the most local side to where we are in Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah. Um, tough time, obviously, they're going through. But 
a lot's happened over the a last... lot's happened, yeah. yeah obviously, yeah. the news come out that Jimmy's now not owner of the club. Um, yeah. Someone has brought the club, but there's, there's still... a few of them, I think. Yeah, there's a few of them, yeah. So, obviously, there's stepping in the right direction there. Yeah. Um, I think there's still a bit of issues with the ground, but... Just touching on, on the knee and Adam, mm-hmm. how do you feel or what was your thoughts of what has happened at Nuneaton Borough? Obviously, we don't know the full ins and outs. Yeah. Everyone speculates and says it's yeah, this and yeah. that, it's this yeah. and that. So we, you know... Let's be honest, you see a lot of shit. Yeah. Lot, don't yeah. You? A, lot, yeah. a lot of people. Jimmy's done an incredible job he there. Yes, mate. And, you know, but yeah, it's such a shame to see a local non-league side have those difficulties and go into that trouble. It's really, really sad. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they should never be in that position. Um he had a couple of... Um, Regardless of what's happened. He had a couple of uh, TV appearances though, didn't he? Yeah. He was, he was <laughs> on Jim. the news, Jimmy was. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was on BBC News. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's obviously had multiple radio um, with your mate. Clive. Clive, yeah. yeah. So he's... Uh, Me and Ross now, Clive, well. Yeah, he definitely went about, went about it the right way. Yeah. I didn't expect nothing less, to be fair, with Jimmy. So Yeah, uh, look, I still call Jim Gaffer from... My time there, Jimmy to everybody is gaffer, ain't he? But um, it's nice to see him going under the radar and actually everything that's going on, I think is serving as a distraction because the size of the Neaton Borough, when they haven't got this stuff hanging over them, everyone's looking at the result. Everyone is checking how the Borough got on. So I think having this like off the pitch turmoil has given them a distraction and there is no shock there that results have like improved. Um while people's eyes are elsewhere. The borough, the borough, regardless of ownership, have had multiple issues for multiple years with that kind of stuff. So, yes, I agree with you, Cookie. It is incredibly sad to see it happening, especially when you haven't got the full context of reasons why and to, like, a friend in Jimmy. But at the same time, you think to yourself, sometimes, come on, like, it's, it, it always seems to be around... Clubs of like Nuneaton size, Hereford size. Um, so hopefully they can they can get through that. Look, if anyone can, it couldn't be Jimmy, in it. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. If anyone can, it'll be Jim. Here's one thing that we didn't mention on episode number one. Adam had a stint at Nuneaton. Yeah, Adam, had, how long was it? Adam? I think you might have mentioned it, but not. I don't think we did. I think not. it was like three quarters of a season or something like that. Um, when Jim first took over, and it was Jimmy and Dale, I went in as uh, as a bit of a coach. How did you find it in the near? Um It was good to see the level because that's the first time I'd seen the level um, and the so expectations. A difficult period, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Because then he, he was pretty well. much already down. But yeah. if I think of some of the times I had there, we had the Stockport game at Nuneaton, which obviously kept the fl- the club financially. Yeah in a good position for a period of time. I think there was 4,000 people. 4,500. 4,500 people. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that day vividly. Still got photos and, and the way Nuneaton dealt with that on the day. Fantastic. Well, mention the Stockport because they have been still helping Nuneaton Borough to this yeah. day. And, and that's they brought tickets for games it's because to help of that. that. It is because of that, the relationship mm. that was built on that day. So we had that. We had the um, cup final against Leamington at the Blues as well. Fortunately, lost the game. But yeah, even though like... Nuneaton, we knew, were relegated at that period of time. That was a really good group of lads to yeah. be around for my first exposure to that level of football. Obviously, to learn 
um, from Jimmy and Dale and to see how things are run. But then obviously the Stockport game, there's loads of good things to look back on from, from that time there. There were some proper characters in that changing room as well, weren't so there? Many. I remember you, like Miles Addison. Miles, Dev, Dev was obviously Cam, there. Belford. Yeah. Louis Morrison. Louis Morrison. You had um, Curtis Obeng. You had Jordan Lussie, who's a proper player. Um, you had Josh Lundstrom, who I don't know where he's at now, but Dale brought him in on loan from Crew. Class. So, yeah, you, you, you look back and, and that was obviously a testing period, but at the same time, I look back on that with really fond memories from my time. Anyway, yeah, it's good. It's good to see. It's good to see. Obviously, that, that what's been happening off the pitch hasn't affected on the pitch. Yeah, because that it's that distraction. Isn't honestly, it? like they are flying. They are, you know, they are so close to that playoff spot. They're sort yeah. of in and around it, um, dropping in, dropping out, sort of thing. Obviously, depending on, on games, but it's it's great to see that they're still pushing forward. Obviously. Uh, doing, they've done well in the FA Trophy as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's great to see and the goals. By the way, is it um, Steno? Yeah. Matty Stenson scoring. That's since he's come on this podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah it is. A little turnaround. And in we went uh, and watched him, and he scored an absolute worldie. Yeah, he did, yeah. Good goals. Keep catching the videos. And they've got another big fixture as well, didn't they? Now they're playing at the Cov Ground, aren't they? Yeah. Well, that that, that would have happened. So. Yeah, oh, would it? Yeah. Uh, then eating one. 5-0. Uh, <laughs> they, they were fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're down, they're, Coventry City have given them the ground to play at. That's brilliant, Which isn't it? is yeah, great. a massive gesture. Yeah. yeah. And it shows community there that Doug King from Coventry has allowed them to yeah. use, the, use the stadium to play the massive game against ASC Fylde. Which is which is huge, massive, massive for the club. Well, props to um, props to them and, and keep up the good work, Jimmy and team. I will say I'm always uncomfortable talking about things I don't fully know the ins and outs on. Um, and admittedly, with when it comes to like the financial situation at Nuneaton, I've got no idea. I do know this. There's just something in your mind that tells you that Jimmy will find a way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, other teams on there, Leamington, obviously they dropped down. So last year, so they're, they're, they're playing in this division now, but still doing well. You know, again, in them playoff positions, pushing well. Paul Holleran still there. Ewan Williams, absolutely oh, flying, by the he way. scored again on the also, weekend. Also, another player that played at step six, step five. Yeah. Callum Stewart, absolutely flying, yeah. by the way. Jump on Twitter at the minute. Ewan Williams scores, Callum Stewart scores. Two very, very bright sparks in the game and probably another two players that are on the way through um, into the proper league through Leamington which yeah. just seems to be like Alverchurch a carousel of quality yeah. mm. so if people don't know Ewan Williams played for Averston Town did when Adam and Ross were managers um, would you take credit that, that you gave Ewan his chance and yeah, put him yeah, into I the squad we, and started him on his journey yeah I'd like to think so he was um, he was in the Strachan um, set up at the time he come into pre-season and to his credit and I'll give Ross all of the plaudits for this one in pre-season obviously being a 16 year old kid you're just thinking keep him around it and let's see where we go and then Ross said put the kid on against Heath Hayes yeah, in a game it. where we <laughs> absolutely we, we were I think we were we were protecting a 1-0 lead or oh, yeah. something. Someone was off? injured. Someone came off, off injured. injured. Yeah. And Norts tried his best to stand as long as he possibly could. Couldn't walk. So yeah. we were essentially down to like nine 
at some point. We threw you and on in the middle of the midfield. Bosh! First one, weren't it? Ross, Ross literally went playing old in midfield. Three tackles on the bounce. Bosh, bosh. And then a goal saving. Someone gone through on goal and he's covered the ground and just put him away. I don't think he ever came out of the team again after no, that. No, he didn't. No, so, apart from when he did his collarbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from, obviously, being in pre-season and then us giving him the exposure, it was Ross who initially went throw the kid in holding midfield never, never, when you spoke to Ewan though he never knew how good he was did he like I remember no. pre-season I went over to him and I went where'd you play mate and he went I don't, really, I don't know really midfield or, and I was just like what like do you know what I mean like, and he had a good pedigree yeah, like, he was, he was at Stoke the, he and was stuff. playing in the 10 in youth football yeah and I think physically dominated and then we played him on in midfield and weirdly at 16, 17, physically dominated people. Yeah. Mm. Headers, getting across the ground. Um, and selfishly, you know, because you and always wanted to play higher up the pitch, but selfishly, he was far too good for us to he lose was, out yeah. of there. He was, yeah. Far too good for yeah. us to lose out of there. So, early predictions. And Leamington are flying, by the way. Yeah. Leamington are third. Absolutely flying. Um and great to see as well, because what a manager Paul Oliver is. Just to finish on you, Ern, do you think we will see him in the Football League or higher? If I was uh, a betting man, which I am, I would bet on <laughs> Ewan Williams to play Football League. Yeah. Absolutely. In the not-so-distant future. And Callum Stewart. Yeah. And they're both in the right place for it. Yeah, definitely. I think both in 100%. the right place. I think, I think as well, Ewan has... He's gone the right. I, I, I think he's gone the right way about his development. Yeah, Averston, right things. Next step up to Cozil. Yeah. Next step up to Leamington. He's not gone from Averston step five to yeah. National League or whatever. And, also, and I bet he had those offers. I bet he had offers of, of 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 even higher or in, in well, Scotland, well Scotland or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I think he's gone the right way in churning out those levels. Well, and if you look at it as well, me and Ross. Down here, gave him the opportunity, kept him in the team, trusted him. And then he goes to a place where his dad, um, his uncle, Cam Stewart, great manager, who's flying, I know we'll get there. Um, but put him in the team, trusted him, looked after him. Now Made he's gone him in the to 10 as well. Yeah. Now he's gone to Leamington, where Paul Olleran, if you're old enough, you're good enough, puts him in the team, trusts him. So there's a lesson for people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And I over said it last week, actually. Yeah. And he does it better than most. If, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to give a little shout out to Barwell yeah because they are also yeah. doing very very well another good manager though yeah is it Kingy Kingy King, King, yeah. yeah. King. proper coach yeah he's something to do with the PFA anymore, yeah proper coach understands football team full of young players holding their own and you know what? more than holding their own I'm going to say it and I might well I'm going to say it I can I reckon I might see Barwell sneak into playoffs be nice. I reckon that they will have enough about them. They've just signed that Kobe Chung. Yeah, yeah from, from the Neaton. Who's yeah. banging goals and setting assists. And also, Brady Hickey, by oh, the way. Yeah. Mr. Barwell. Mr. Mr. Listens to the podcast as well. <laughs> so shout Barwell. out, shout out, Brady, if you are listening. Brady mate. Hickey is 11th top goal scorer on eight goals so far. And he'll be in the top 10 come the end of the And season. he'll be in the top 10, and he always is. Yeah. Mm. Always Mr. is Mr. Consistent in terms Honestly, of like loves that club as well. What a player, what a bloke. I mm. remember watching Brady Hickey um 
playing for what I believe to be St. Andrews against yeah. Barwell over Leicester. And that must have been the game prior to him signing for Barwell. Yeah, he comes from St. Andrews, yeah. And, and he was a joke in that game as well. Why do you think, any of you, why do you think he stayed there and not moved on? I know why he stayed there. Do you? Yeah, well, I, th- I think I do. Got a couple of contacts in Barwell. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just loves the club. Yeah. And he knows, you know how we, we had, obviously, will the Harry episode be released now? Yeah. So, obviously, when we had Harry on, he talked about that feel of going somewhere and not just about kicking a, bo- uh, kicking a ball around on a pitch, but the camaraderie that goes on in the changing room, the stuff that goes on after. The coach journeys. The coach journeys. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, because obviously I've got a good friend that coached at Barwell, and he says he don't think he'll, he'll ever leave. And he's had offers. To leave. Oh yeah, he did. Higher. He did. He went. He went to Neaton. Yeah, didn't work yeah. out. Come back to Barwell, and he sort of stayed there. But I, you know, I, I full full credit to him. Like, yeah, well, I think, it doesn't happen enough. Yeah, definitely. Days. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen enough. And I assume, hopefully, Barwell are looking after him in return. Yeah, definitely. For, yeah. For the way he leads the team, for his return. But yeah, you, you, that's credit to Barwell for me. Mm. That a player wants to stay around there it must be a good environment. No doubt it is. Yeah, I've, I've been there and it's with Jimmy and it was a great environment. The people who own it, Dave Lang and, and, the, and the people there, absolutely brilliant, yeah, lovely people. Obviously Small we, catchment as well. We had Danny, non-league dad, groundhopper. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Barwell fan, you know, and he loves that club. I always think about the catchment as well. Yeah. That's a small catchment oh, to be massive. fishing in, in well, that pond against some big players. Well, this well. is how mad it was. When I went to Barwell, I didn't know where it was. I, I And I had to like, Google it, yeah. mm. get the postcode. It's also. a great setup now, yeah. though. And had to find, I didn't. I had no idea it existed. Mm. I love and that little pub next to it. I do. Yeah, next to the ground. Yeah, it's superb in there. Yeah. Really good. Class, isn't it? Um, You'll be opening up the beer speciality tonight. You love <laughs> it. No, not midweek, mate. No, <laughs> not midweek. Um, Colville Town. Our man Harvey Pepe and Goma. He's been doing very, very well. Yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. Got MOM then, a couple of weeks ago. He has, yeah. Um, I love Peps, mate. Yeah. I absolutely, he's, what, what a lad. He's um, doing DJing as well, I did see, doing DJing back at Leicester City. Mate, um, did you watch that video? Yeah, and the lad who he's got MCing yeah. is one of the lads that I used to have in my team back really? in the day. Yeah, yeah. Liam, yeah, yeah. That but video no, is yeah. superb. So basically the, the company that Peps works for now... Dicci Otto do specialised football shirts and ever since after that episode again we can thank the success down to the non-league treatment room (laughs) because we make everybody successful Um, (laughs) success uh, leaves clues yeah Um, they've flew and they've been everywhere um, all over the country doing these specialised shirts and then Peps went and did a little thing back at Leicester to show the boys life away from football but how it's also a little bit similar yeah, and obviously the the guy that he does it with did all the designer stuff and brought in shirts, and then Peps gave all the lads a a little DJing session, Class. and uh, it went down a treat. It was superb to watch. So well done to you, Peps, yeah, if yeah, you're listening. Definitely. Just a final shout out: um, number seven on that list, Alex Cameron at Redditch, played against us when we were in charge down here for Tiverdale. He also played for Dudley Town really? at Step Six. Absolute player hold up quick across the ground um and you got to think for us he was playing against Gudge and Uddy so two yeah, really yeah, yeah. experienced yeah. lads gave us the run around that's and he stepped up he's 
he's appeared for a number of clubs now, I think. I swear he's played for Rushall as well. So to see him scoring goals at Redditch, no surprise. And also just on uh, Stratford, our man Liam Daly. Um, Stratford doing well as well, pushing forward, you know, in and out those playoffs. Again, another big club and a team that just... You know, striving forward. I think that this is going to be really difficult to call and predict. Um, but off off what we've seen and what is so far, who do you believe? Yeah, who do you believe? What do you reckon? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Mikelova. They look yeah. very very strong. They've just signed Leon Clark, ex Cov player, ex League football player. Really, Leon Clark, striker, big guy. I think I think man. how many go up in this one, Cookie? Uh, again, it's one promoted and then it's a four player I'm going to say Mikeloba to get auto, autos yeah and I'm even, gonna, we didn't even mention Redditch there being in the playoffs yeah yeah fair play to Redditch I'm going to say Mikeloba automatic I'm going to say Nuneaton Borough to go up through the playoffs oh yeah oh yeah yeah I'm going to say it Jimmy saves Nuneaton Borough Oof. that's what I'm going to say oh, I think Leamington personally I would love to see Leamington do it I would love to see Leamington do it. Obviously, would love to see Nuneen. I think, judging on games, you're going to see Telford rise into that pack. Kev Wilkin. You're going to see Nuneen rise into that pack. Um, and Colville are always in and around it. Um, but I'll get off the fence. <laughs> With that sort of signing and resources, at this early point, you've got to be looking at Mickelover, haven't you? Yeah. Definitely. Also, a little shout-out to uh, Jimmy Fry. Yeah, Alva Church, yeah. Yeah, they are, started off well. Obviously, struggling a little bit recently. Um, but I think Jimmy will, will do well. Yeah, Jimmy he will, will do well and he'll, he will see him through and he will, yeah, he will. When we had Jimmy It's a tough on, job. It's, yeah, it's I, enjoyed, job I enjoyed the way yeah, he spoke when about we, it. Again. When we had him on, I thought to myself, if I was a player at that level, I'd love to come and play for you. Yeah. He just had that aura about him, yeah. didn't he, where he was very relaxed, very calm, spoke well. Yeah. And I just thought I'd love to come and, uh, and play for you. Two final things from me. Number one, go onto Bromsgrove Sporting's Twitter and look at the goals from Connor T. Connor T played for Ross's Leicester City side. Yeah. Um, it is just an absolute wheelhouse of bangers. <laughs> goal after goal after goal from about 25 yards and he's some player by the way and then Long Eaton obviously look, we yeah. had Long Eaton down here it's strange to see them operating at the same level as Nan Eaton and whatnot now but well done and, and all the best to them um, obviously trying to find their way out of what looks like a tough spot mm. definitely hi guys the non-league treatment room have partnered up with Pathways Coventry Pathways is a men's mental health support group who meet up for weekly meetings, local walks, daily check-ins, regular mountain walks and more. Men's mental health is so important and we need to break the stigma that men can't talk about how they feel. Men need to know it's okay to talk about their feelings and what they're struggling with and Pathways is a group that can support you. Check them out on Instagram at pathways underscore cov. Thank you. Uh, on to, we're going to touch on the Northern Premier League, Midlands. Obviously, you've got teams like Cozill, Bedworth, uh, Walsall Wood, Lyle Town. Um, 
obviously teams that Aveston have played against and Leicester Road and, and, and Leicester Road and, and teams like that. Again, another massive and tough, tough league. I mean, these leagues now with the teams in are just incredible. Harbour I mean, Town, top of it as well. Yeah. Harbour Town, great setup at Harbour Town. Yeah. Like, really, really good. I don't know the manager, but you see a lot of good things yeah. about it. Mitch Austin. See a lot of good yeah. things about um, well, and look, you're top of the league, top of the league, ain't you doing but, something right? Yeah, and then look at that, Lyle Town, Lyle Town, Lyle Lyle Town. I was just about to say it. Third in the league as it stands, but I mean, many are running with Lyle over yeah. the years. Many, but such I can imagine it's because it's a difficult place to go. The the it manager, is a difficult place to go. The manager is a really really good bloke, it's Grant Joshua, um, and they're well organised, well drilled play to their strengths. Look, there's always going to be a criticism, a lie, and that's... The pitch. The pitch <laughs> and the area that they're playing. Yeah. And I think sometimes, and I've said it myself, by the way, when we went over there, we lost 1-0 in one of our last games. Carzo scored the world's best own goal. Um, <laughs> you won't thank me for saying that on here. He but he scored the world's best own goal, power-headed it into the top corner. <laughs> um, we had a man, we had a man sent off. And Hoodie, was it? No, it was Nitter. Nitter. We had Nitter sent off. And even myself at the time, I was complaining about the pitch. Look, two teams got to play on it. They're not just winning at home. <laughs> they're, no, yeah, that, they're yeah. third in the league. They are well drilled, well organised, flying, well deserved. It is always good to see other local young managers doing well. So fair play to them, long mate, continue. Absolutely. But yes, I also complained about the pitch when we, when we, we uh, played against them down here. Another... Uh, another guest on the pod moved down to this level our mate Dev Kelly Evans he did yeah signed for Quorn Quorn yeah yeah uh, they're doing okay sitting at mid table yeah. just below with Lavs there yeah. Richard Lavery very good experienced player mm. and now manager um doing unbelievable stuff Spalding the ones that got like Tony Breeden and yeah yeah, and uh, Dan Sweeney who I think is injured at the minute yeah, he's but he's coming back. back good player but yeah it's been, Spalding's a very Anthony very Anthony Nomad's up there as well I know yeah. I know Loughborough are always in and around it, but like Hinkley, Leicester Road. Look, I would love for you two to get Neil Lyon on here. That is a proper, <laughs> proper football man. Yeah. Who probably talks about, he, he's the closest thing in my experience to a professional football manager operating really? in the okay. league. Yeah. The way he speaks about the game, the way he operates, the way it's been drilled. We were playing against Hinkley, Leicester Road when they were. 18 and he's brought those lads all the way through a lot of them still there um, probably not enough good said about people like Neil Lyon and he's another one who's always been there yeah well, he had Matty Stenson didn't he yeah Stenson yeah. talked very highly yeah. of him yeah. didn't yeah. he and yeah. always tough to play against mm. yeah very the, high so the Coldfield as well yeah they're, they're, they're my tip are they they're, they're my tip I wouldn't put them under pressure to go and win it but they're definitely going to be well up there and in the playoffs at the end of the season they have a really, really good local manager and really, really good young players. Yeah, yeah. Also good to see Walsall Wood doing well yeah. and holding their own in that league as well. Yeah. Obviously, Great. again, they've got an absolute gaffer as well. Yeah. Longy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have. Um, so he was obviously previously at Alverchurch, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, so for yeah. Walsall Wood to pick him up, brilliant. Um, yeah. They'll, they'll be fine. Bedeth as well, doing well. Yeah. Very good. Tough league, but yeah, very good. I want to move on to the nitty gritty, and on, well, not nitty gritty, but our level. Yeah. Midlands Football League. Who's going to win that one first, you pair? Oh. Oh, yeah, good shout. 
Uh, I believe Spalding will come through. I think once Dan Sweeney's back, Spalding. Nice. For me. I'm going to go for Loughborough Dynamo. I'm going to go for Loughborough. Gone for it. Looking at their stats here, got a lot of games in hand on the other teams above them. Yeah, true. You'll have to say the same about Anstey as well then. Yeah. Brother. Um, They look to be a lot stronger at home than they do away. Well, it's, it's quite equal, to be fair. But I know that it's a very, very good Loughborough uh, setup over there. Adam, can you remember oh, yeah. when we went over there with Aviston Reserves and we lost tw- about 15 nil? No, don't remember that. Yeah, I didn't think they would. <laughs> and they played all their first teamers in a reserve game because the first team game got called off. Oh. And they were an absolute joke. Um, I'm going to tip the people that are leading the dance now. I'm going to say Harborough and I'm going to go for a Sutton Coalfield push Ooh. for the playoffs. Love it. Love it. Not less, not Hinkley Leicester Road, even though they've always been up, they've been close, haven't they? Yeah, well, I think this is a, a much better season for them. They've got a striker up front. We tried to um, approach once ten Dider goals, yeah. scoring absolutely loads. If he carries on, then yeah, why not? But um, I'm going to tip Tuck Coalfield to to breach into that playoff spot. Fair play, fair play. Um, have you got any more Christmas questions? Yeah, I have. Go on then. Um, let me just flip my... <laughs> Rushton and Diamonds, by the way, you, while he's looking for Christmas questions. <laughs> Rushton and Diamonds, size that club. I know, yeah. It's a shame to see him down there, so something yeah. must be going on. Yeah. But Rugby Town Sphinx club. as well, honourable yeah. mentions in Definitely. that league for the first time. Definitely. Um, for a while. Okay, Christmas question number three, Adam. Yes. When is it okay to put your Christmas decorations up and play Christmas music? We've already established you don't put the Christmas decorations up, but do you have a say? I have a hard and well, no, I don't have a say. I have a hard and fast rule: the twelfth, twelfth of December. Twelfth of December. Really? Don't do it too early. What? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> the twelfth? Yeah, because it's like close enough too, ain't it? To oh right, feels yeah, like Christmas now. It's not close enough to. I'm the first of December. I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just showing off, mate. You've got a month month to enjoy it then. Nah, you're just showing off, mate. You want want everyone walking past going, blah, look at It's all right because you ain't even turning the lights on outside. (laughs) And that's what I mean. Now people are going, he's put them up that early. People are going, he's kept his Christmas lights up from last year. Yeah. (laughs) The the dangling icicles outside his house all year round. They ain't coming down. They ain't coming down. The 12th is acceptable. Christmas music, have a day off. I can't. <laughs> it's too early. I'm feeling a bit of Scrooge. The Pope's. A bit of yeah. Scrooge coming from you. No, no. I'll tell you what it is. When I was a mere boy, I used to work in Asda in the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Honourable job around the Christmas seasonal period. <laughs> and I had to listen to It's Christmas Eve on loop <laughs> every day. Seven Coming days a week. Hung over on a Sunday shift, oh. and all you hear is snow is falling. In, at, at the end of November, you can't, you can't you be can't. dealing with it. Where's the eggnog? No, listen, not, <laughs> not today. <laughs> this is the bread aisle. There ain't no eggs here. <laughs> Where's the eggnog? Get some tiger oh, loaf. It's the first of December. It's the first of December. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> I'm going to think of some more off the top of my head. Thanks for that Christmas question. Yeah. This is brilliant. Oh, I, I didn't expect this from you, no, Adam. I thought you'd be very, very Christmassy. No, no, I'm not. 
I'm I'm also terrible with gifts. Really bad. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't bat that up ears. <laughs> I don't think I've had one in about six well, I bought years. You, I, bought you, <laughs> I bought you one today actually. Oh lovely. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I bought him one um for That's my it, mother. For my mother. Because my mother's dress sense. She sends me things for him and I just think well, depending on what side I wake up out of the bed, I could stitch him up with some of the stuff she sends me. <laughs> Cabrini, Cabrini, and Mackenzie t-shirts. She's thirty-two. <laughs> I've seen these two t-shirts. Mackenzie brought me a pair of Rockports last year. Hey. Shout out Liam Green. Yeah, <laughs> love a pair of Rockports. Oh. Anyway, Midlands Football League Premier Division and Division One. Let's get on to it. Oh, oh here's the big one. This oh, is the big one. Let's quickly talk about Aversen Town. New appointment of new manager Mitch Thompson. Yes. Um, you've managed Mitch yes. as a, a you know when he was a player. Mm. How nice is it to see now him going into that management role? Um, obviously, he was he's with the Griff before, hit yeah. with injury, yeah. which obviously was which is forced him into him, management. Yeah, yeah, he was flying as well when he was. He was, weren't he? he? That game he got injured was Nuneaton Borough in a friendly. And you knew straight away that was his knee. And you know what? Me and Russell both say this. We never replaced Mitch. No. We were having this conversation the other night. We never really replaced him. And we're probably entering the season a little bit light then because of it, because of his quality. Um, for, for all three of them, Mitch, Nath and Norts, yes, it's wonderful to, to see them in there now. Um, and I came and watched the first league game against Studley. They've had very similar early experience to what me and Ross did. So our first game was FA Vars. Their first game was Aston Villa. It was, yeah. me, and, me and Lee and watch. Yeah. Um, they will be, they'll be brilliant. One, because they understand the club. Two, and not to blow mine and Ross's trumpet, we obviously had decent success down here. I think they've seen that and they understand what it takes. Um, three, very, they, they are capable of doing what is right between the three of them. I think they'll be ruthless where they need to. And if you look at the early signs and the people they've signed, yeah, Josh Steele, we tried to get him for years. Richard Blythe. Quinny's back. Blythe, shrewd, shrewd signing for this level. To get Quinny back down here is fantastic. They've brought Gabe back in, yeah. um, who's been doing well at Ashby Ivanhoe. They'll continue to make good signings. Well, we'll get to it a little bit later, but I think it's a case of watching them climb the table now. I was going to say that. How well do you think Haverston will finish? Um, if anyone gets a run together, as I as they want, I'd be, look, well, I want to put pre- unnecessary pressure on the lads. I think if they get a run together, you're seeing them break into that, that top six. No problem. No problem. They're, they're just very capable. They'll understand what's required. They'll make changes when they need to. And obviously from myself and Ross, we wish him all the success in the world. It's nice to see. It's a nice feeling to know that yeah. people that were here when you were here. And to be fair, if you, people like Norts, Hainsey, they'd be, they were there a lot longer. And Tomo. Yeah. Um, they know what Atherston's all about. So, yeah, um, I think they're capable of making a push. I don't want to put unnecessary pressure on them. If the first game against Studley's anything to go by, watch them climb the table. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's nice to see... To see him there, um, to see him in, back at the club, um, yeah. definitely. I think it's and Mitch. By the way, we spoke about Ivor last week. Mitch is Sunday league to Saturday yeah, quite yeah. quick. He's doing pop, um, then obviously the Griff, and now Addison. Yeah. So mm. fair play. 
incredible rise. Yeah. Um, other teams, though, Darlow, Darlinston. Very close to our hearts. Very close to your hearts. Very um, close to our hearts. Darlow, um, I went and watched Darlow. First thing I did when I got back from America, I went to watch Darlow against Northwich. Um, look, I've been saying get Dean Gill on here for a long time. Dean speaks a lot of sense about football. Um, they have two unbelievable lads playing for them, Aaron Bishop and James Rowland. Um, keep them fit, keep them firing. Darlaston will always be up there. Um, and and are very tough to play against. What about Litchfield? Yeah, <clears throat> well, you're not surprised. No. You shouldn't be surprised and nobody should be surprised. They have an r- incredible manager, um, a really, really good attacking front line. I think if you think like Luke Childs, um, Dan Smith, Jack Edwards, anyone would take that any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Smith, Wonder is his nickname. He was at Tiverdale where me and Ross were in charge down here. Player. Yeah. And he's, he's scoring loads of goals. Um, I think Litchfield will push all the way this year and I'd like to see, like to see him go up, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was having Ivor on a few weeks ago with the episode. I think it was... It was really nice to have him, have him on, actually, to talk about his journey. And um, I hope people have enjoyed it because it is one where it's, it's very grounded. Yeah. It's very... A proper football man, Very but humble. humble, yeah, yeah, and he knows where he's come from. And I think he knows um, he also, where he wants he also to get just to. Has a right go yeah. as well. There's yeah, no, yeah. and he said it himself that some people criticise it. He has a, a right go all the time, but I don't think he's in many boring games. <laughs> no, no. Um, who are we thinking? This is really tough. Do you want to know why? <clears throat> go on. And I don't want to make this about me. But obviously, when Atherston went through a spout without a manager, obviously me and Wayne stepped in as the uh, <clears throat> interim managers for four games. Now, our games were tough, but it was really strange because you look at league positions and then you look at the teams that we played against. We played Congleton Town in our first game. We were currently yeah. top of the league. Manager X, Premier League, Richard Duffy. Oh, really? Right. So Have they got Carl Dickinson playing from Congleton? Carl Dickinson used to manage Hanley, left back. Used to play for Leeds. Yes. Right, he's very, very good. Yes. We played them. We lost 2-1, right, when me and Wayne had the first team at Atherston. Um, then we played Wolverhampton Casuals. That was the hardest game. And Wolverhampton Casuals are currently sitting in 14th. 14th yeah. So we, we scraped a one-all draw. At Wolverhampton Casuals, but mate, they were—they're the best. That's the best I've ever seen them. Yeah. Their two wingers were frightening. They had yeah. a lad up top who'd been around a bit. I forgot his name. Can't remember for the life of me. But he was a right handful. Um, and then obviously, <clears throat> I can't. This is the hardest league to pick someone, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe because tough. I know it the most. No, yeah. I think. Get off the fence, mate. Litchfield, <laughs> Litchfield will win the league. Yeah. I don't know enough about Congleton. I do I know we could have picked to got him in the semi-final of the Vars. Yes, yeah, so I think we could yeah, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'd, we'd have gone and watched them, obviously, then. But I think Litchfield will win the league. Um, I think Highgate will push them all the way. That's yeah. the thing. When you've got Ryan Arkin up front, yeah. I think that... He's, he's been injured. A, yeah, I know. He's a game winner, though. Yeah. So but it, Terry, the way that Terry manages as well. Well, look, they've played 13. They've got 29 points. 
Mm. And they're always in and around it. Yeah. Any team he manages, always in and around it. Is that Utoxeter? Utoxeter a fifth, mate. Jeez. Yeah. Bit of a turnaround, isn't it? Massive turnaround. Turnaround. Massive, massive turnaround. But then that's football at this level, isn't it? Yeah. I I think Litchfield will win it. Highgate will push them. I know Darlow will push all the way. You, you're not getting any quit out of them. Um, and I would love to see, obviously, the lads shoot up the table as quick yeah, as they possibly definitely. can. And I think they will. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to say, Litchfield win the league. I'm going to say Darlaston make playoffs. Yeah. And I'm going to say Aberston Town finish yeah. in the playoffs. Nice. I, I, you, you, an honourable mention we forgot to mention the re-signing of Lewis Collins who's gone oh, back from, after yeah, scoring massive, goals at yeah. Cozill back down here now fan favourite grafter and has added goals to his game looks, as well and looks Lou right while me saying looks completely different player now yeah he's matured and and he ain't got to look far past noughts has he for what to do when true, he gets yeah, in yeah, yeah, true, yeah definitely definitely yeah, it's um, a shrewd bit of business definitely um when you were managing, what team did you fear? If you feared anyone? No, I didn't fear anybody. Um, fear, yeah, I don't think we ever entered any game worried. I think we had a very healthy respect for the likes of Darleston. Um We had a very healthy respect for Litchfield. I personally, I can't speak for Ross, I personally always looked at high game and went, God, that's a tough game. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, like we beat them down here, and they battered us, and we ended up beating them with a last-minute header mm. from Smiggy, and they battered us. And then you went over there, and they're just all over us in our face. We couldn't get out of our half. So I always personally looked at like your high gates and your Darlows, and went, right, that's a tough game. And then you knew that Litchfield was going to be like a bit of a, a derby. So yeah. they're, they're the ones for me. Mm. Ross would probably tell you something different. Look, <laughs> of the two of us. Ross was always right. This is how this is how we're setting up. This is what we're thinking, and I don't th- I don't think I ever heard him say, "Oh, you know, we will fear these today." I think we went to yeah. try and attack no, and beat everybody. Did, to be fair, did no. he? never. No, I was a little bit more cautious. I thought, <clears> right, <throat> we're playing high gate away. If we get a draw here, that ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No. Um, Division one, step division six. one, step yeah. six, Hinkley. Our boy, Courtney Balford. Um, first in the league, do you think this is their year to win it and get promoted? Yes. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it do has. Do you see it at the end of the season? Yeah, I think they'll win it. I think that gap's starting to open up now already. Um, if you look at Cradley... The second. Crogley. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Crogley. Crogley. Uh, shout out, Crogler. Um, Flying. When, second, if, I, if I compare it to where we got to, I think the gap for us opened up to 19 points yeah. at one point. And, that, and when it got to that, we went, yeah, we won the league. And we yeah. knew. Yeah, yeah. So I think if they stretch that gap ever so slightly, like if. And they beat Cradley like four or five now recently. Yeah. Oh, mate, they are battering teams. Like, they are high-scoring games. Yeah, and, and they've Massive. been a high-scoring team for years. Yeah. Massively high-scoring. Um, so I think, yeah, it's the time. I do like that draw, which so you watch them and you're like... Um, Aggressive. They're decent. And mm. then... Um, I think that was probably the one team that Hinkley did struggle against if yeah, I remember right yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, when yeah. they played Droit, which I think is either draw or they lost. Yeah. I think that was the team. What I would say is um, Wensfield 
uh, Macca, who managed Dudley Sports in our first season, has took over there. They're doing well. Heather have got two incredible players playing for them, so you'll probably see them push. Kyle Jardine and Kean Taylor. They are class. Yeah, nice. Um, and then I like to see, obviously, the Griff um, being a local team and with us working there before. But then I love that Chelmsley are 12. Yeah. Because Sol yeah. is uh, another one of them, like we mentioned earlier. He's had 195 years in charge of Chelmsley <laughs> and he's only about 38. Um, so shout out to Sol um, and Chelmsley. Definitely, definitely. Um, you got the uh, Boxing Day fixtures? Uh, yes, I have. Go on, um, Just while we're waiting, Adam. Yes. Hello again. Um, Hello, Lee. Could you please tell me your favourite Christmas tipple? Oh, Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you like a baby sham. Um, Cookie, you like a baby sham with dinner. I like a whiskey. Oh, okay. Especially after dinner. As my dad would say, warms the chest. Take the neck out of Take it. Take the neck out on the bottle. Dad, come round, Martin. We had dinner at mine, didn't we, last year? Yeah. We hosted. Someone bought me a bottle of whiskey. Gone. <laughs> he went, open that up. Let's have a look. <laughs> open that. By the way, none of the listeners know what our dad sounds like. Open that up. <laughs> and let's have a look at it. <laughs> and he drank half the bottle of an expensive whiskey that someone bought for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I do like a whiskey. Along with probably eight cans of John Smith as well. <laughs> yeah. And five pints down the lid. Straight. Yes. Oof. Yeah, straight, yeah. After dinner. So you still. Just to down. force me. I'll do it. But he gave me one last year and it tasted like smoke. Yeah, that's why you like smoky whiskey, yeah. And it yeah. Was like, wasted was, on him. Yeah. Wasted on him. <laughs> I just I just like a Glenfiddich. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what my dad drinks, that's what That's the only whiskey you know. Yeah, because when we were younger <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Glenderick. <laughs> <laughs> Because when we were younger, if we were poorly, Dad used to dip his finger Whoa. in the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you get, get, get on that. Get on that. But, uh, Boxing Day pictures, gentlemen. Well, I'm just going to say now, um, I, look, I, look, I probably don't look that good. I like a Bailey's. Do you, mate? <laughs> what were you going to laugh? You had too old, did you? Know, I like a Bailey's. He don't like anything you can't have in a Krogler batch, unless you can have <laughs> Bailey's in a batch. <laughs> Christmas. True. I like a Bailey's. Yeah. Yeah. No, nice. Do you want to know I learned about yeah. Cookie actually when we when we and I feel like we've not spoke about this enough. Cookie, the the actual day of the awards. Oh yeah. Our day was, out in Liverpool. Yeah. I was pissed. <laughs> I, I, knew I couldn't tell though. No. Oh really? He handled I it was, very well. I was drinking Peretti. Angelo. As Three as, quarter pints as well. Yeah. As soon as we got there, but obviously there was. Um, me, Cookie, and obviously our social media lady, Jess, my, my partner. Um, shout out to Jess. Yeah, if you're thanks listening. very much. Um, and we were drinking as soon as we got there, weren't we? So we went out for a lovely lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we were talking about next episodes and what we want to do and how we want it to grow. And and I started drinking then, didn't I? And yeah, then, you did, yeah. And then I got back to the hotel room, quickly got showered, got ready. And then I was on it straight away, weren't I? And I, I was... Because we sit with the Welsh lads, they we were just buying each of the pints. And as soon as you walked in, whoa! As soon as you walked in, you went. They do pretty it. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna he be got dangerous. Out buying pints. 
Huh? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I did. We shared a womb, he's never bought me a pint. <laughs> you wonder why, because you tried to kill me in there, that's <laughs> Right, Boxing Day fixtures, gentlemen. Um, what did you learn about me, though? You just said that yeah, you learned something oh, about me. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. That's because Adam's going to, I felt like he's going to hammer me here, but uh, <laughs> I thought that you would be a really massive drinker. No. You know, big fella. Never been. You know, I thought that you'd be able to put the ale away big time. But he was very conservative. I was he? Yeah, he's Sipped. moved moved on to you moved on to something different. Bailey's. Moved. <laughs> no, I had a disarano and coke. I had a disarano of a disarano and coke. You mix your drinks as well. Yeah, you know what? I've never been a big drinker, mm. and I, I think it's I like to know where I am. You know, we I need like to, to be I like to be in control. Have you got lost one point in your life? Mm, I don't think so. No, I've just always been very careful. You know what you and need I'm to do for your end of, uh, end of season two do? What's you that? to uh, get Cookie out with Liam Daly, because he sounds like he loves <laughs> Oh, Liam Daly puts a pint away, mate. <laughs> do you have a pint here? <laughs> you <laughs> did, yeah. yeah. You did, the first Fair one. He did. Fair well, place, I, I'll tell you what I was thinking for end of season. Do. Do. Um, over the road. The mayor. Over you don't like to go far, do you? No. <laughs> Speak to Cam. Yeah, yeah. Get us sort, over there, all the guests. Treat them to a curry. Yeah, isn't it? I think that'd be. Are you paying then? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <He's actually laughs> in Welsh, apparently. Another podcast. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a lovely thing to do. But anyway, for Deep the final point. time, lads. Yeah. Boxing Day fixtures. Very good. Tell me what you think. I'll make predictions for each one now. Yeah, and I want you to as well. I'm going to step out of this. I'm going to okay. let you two make the predictions here. I'm just going to be your. Uh, Should we go one for one? Yeah. Right, I'll go first. Okay, in the. National League. Solly Ormers, Moores versus Chesterfield at Solly Hall. Massive game. Adam Davis. Um, Massive game, that is. Well, I really like Andy Wink, but I'm going to go, just based on current form, Chesterfield away win. Cookster. I'm going Chesterfield a win as well. I like, I like Solly Hall and what they're doing, but yeah, Chesterfield, I think, will just be too good mm. at that point. Okay, mm. down into the Northern League. Banbury versus Brackley. Another big one. Brackley away. Yeah, I think Brackley away. Brackley will win. I'm going Brackley win. Okay. And I'm going for Jimmy Armson goal. Mm. Okay. Needs to sort Alex Goodjeheader. Um, great game, this one. Tamworth rush all. Tamworth win. Keep the run going. Tamworth win, yeah. Another I think they'll be close games, though. This, this Tamworth win, but Danny Waldron to score. Yes. Like that. Is this one classed as a derby, would you say? Barwell versus Colville? Yeah. Yeah, that's their, Both that's their derby. Side, yeah. Go on, then. Ooh, I'm going to say... Barwell as well, isn't it? It's I'm going to say... Mate, every time I look at Barwell, they beat teams that they shouldn't beat on paper. I'm going to go for a Barwell, Barwell win. And Alex Dean to give a penalty away. <laughs> I'm going to go for a draw. Yeah, I love that cookie. Yeah. I'm going to go for a draw. Get I think both teams will cancel each other out. Okay. Nuneaton Borough versus Stamford. Nuneaton Borough win. Leroy Lita to score. Nuneaton Borough to win. Matty Stenson to score. There we okay. go. Uh, Stratford versus Leamington. Big game, that. Leamington to win. Callum Stewart to score. I'm going Stratford to win. Ooh, I yeah. think Stratford will 
hold that home form and yeah okay Stratford Cozill Town versus Bedworth oh that's a big game I'm going to have a draw a high scoring draw I'm going to have a 2-2 oh yeah mm. Mm. Paul Hathaway um, has took over hasn't he yeah. I'm going to have a 2-2 also um, ex-player gone there as well Chris Cowley Chris Cowley um, I will be doing him a disservice I'm going to have 2-2 and Chris Cowley to score <laughs> it's nice to see him stepping up quickly not, not Cowley. surprised not shocked yeah. unbelievable player absolute dog workman um, I think wherever me and Ross end up and sorry to anyone else and to obviously current club we will try and sign Chris Cowley because <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting yeah definitely uh, I'm going for a Kozal win okay uh, Romulus versus Atherston Town Atherston Town away win on the 4G is that for 4G at Romulus yeah it is yeah do you remember that game when it was absolutely soaking wet no yeah and I try and forget about it because <laughs> and, we and were cruising again Cal Carsley didn't have his best game no well but what I would say is nobody did nobody um, did but Callum, we did for 70 minutes. We did, And yeah. then we imploded. Um, yeah. That was a tough night. And by the way, Callum Carson isn't getting the best rub of the green on here. He is goal? the best. Oh, yeah. He's one of the best left-sided players. Yeah. At this, did at you this see his goal place. the other day? Yeah. yeah. On Twitter. Absolute yeah, yeah, thunderbolt. Absolute thunder yeah. I didn't text him about it because I can't. No. He'd be saying, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of them. <laughs> so... So you're going for an Aberston win, Cookie? I'm going for an Aberston win, yeah. Yeah, I am, okay. yeah. And just touching on Callum Carzer, yes, he has had some stick on there about him goals and stuff. But yeah, like you said, absolute player. unbelievable player. What a player. Absolute athlete as yeah, well. Yeah. And is more than capable of playing yeah. at a very, very and good another level. one who stepped up. And very professional mm-hmm. um, in how he takes his football. So yes, we love you, Callum. Big up the Carzer. Big up the Carzer. Dudley Town versus Litchfield City. I'm going to go for a Litchfield City away win. Yeah. Dudley's always, a, Dudley's always a tough place to go. I'll never forget that night that we, we beat him 1-0. Ryan Quinn. Unbelievable. But yeah. Dudley is a very tough play, a tough team, you know. And I hope you don't mind me saying, they are a, a bit of a horrible team. Yeah. Nasty. In your yeah. face. Yeah. I, I, always, <laughs> I always remember that game because I was on crutches. He was, yeah. yeah. And when all you lot went terracing down the line, someone lumped a pint at me out of the crowd. Oh, no. Just a plastic pint, bash, on the chest. Um, I think Dudley, um, they, yeah, that's a tough, tough place to They're go. They're struggling, though. They this are, season. they are struggling, Dudley yeah. Are. You say that, but I'll be contradicting myself. When we got promoted, the remit was stay in the league. Survive, yeah, yeah. I think um, if Dudley do that, I think, yeah. successful and I think that t- that league is tough yeah it is mate it's like you say you were saying it yourself you can't really pick a winner so I do know this that's actually another place I didn't mention earlier when you looked at that one you're going that's a tough game yeah mm. that's an hard place to go mm. yeah um, Ingalls versus Hinkley United well this is interesting because Ingalls have just beat Hinkley on penalties last night haven't they mm. um, in one of the cups but I'm going to say Hinkley United away win extend the gap yeah, big up the Hinkley. I'm going Hinkley as well. And last but not least, Nuneaton Griff versus Coton Green. A local derby. Yeah. Got me, Nuneaton. Tough, tough again, but I know Coton are struggling as well, but I think Nuneaton Griff. I'm going to go Nuneaton Griff. Yeah. Nuneaton Griff, win. Win, yes. 
And that concludes our Boxing Day fixtures. Let's, just, let's just discuss. No, 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 no. Let's just discuss the Boxing Day, the Pingles. That ball is going to bounce 100,000 miles into the air as soon as it hits the ground because that yeah. is the world's hardest pitch. Yeah. Um, Adam. Lee. Hello. Question for you, mm. please. Um, Brussels sprouts on your Christmas dinner or thousand percent. Brussels sprouts with any dinner. Really? I love a Brussels sprout. Yorkshire now, pudding. Yeah. On yeah, your dinner. absolutely. But here's on the Christmas thing. Dinner. Adam Christmas will not dinner. just have just boiled Brussels sprouts. Posh. Adam, oh, Adam's posh with his Brussels sprouts. <laughs> they're, they're, they're lathered in truffle oil <laughs> and then sprinkled with uh, bacon in the frying pan. You know, I'm coming round. Yeah. Oh, oh, his Christmas dinner last year was a joke. Mm. I can imagine it would be though. It was very good. Yeah, and do you want to know why it was even lovelier? So obviously, I don't want to give away too much, uh, too much about Adam's uh, personal life. But <laughs> if you can, his, appreciate in his, it. In his kitchen, he's got a lovely little setup in his kitchen, right? And then to the right hand side, he had his computer, and on the computer there was a lovely warm live picture of a, of a live fire that was going on in like a, a lovely little setting lovely. and it made the, the Christmas setting even better with some lovely great choice of music as well oh, thank you, yeah. thank you Lee. it was really good I tried like, you can't enjoy it when you're hosting though no you can't, can't settle no you can't enjoy it when you're hosting your mum's going can I have a drink <laughs> you know where the kitchen is <laughs> do you want me to do out no but I do because yeah. they're burning. <laughs> <laughs> I made this lovely ham, and I just remember <laughs> when's this getting released? Is it close to Christmas? Yeah. And a lovely Christmas ham. Um, if you lather a Christmas ham in apricot jam and just keep going over the top of it every hour, honestly, basting. yeah, basting it, fantastic. My mum, is this ham all right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> mum, you can't get a ham wrong. <laughs> Eat it raw. You want to me? Is this all right? <laughs> Bless her. But yeah, apricot jam on your ham. Thank me later. Merry Christmas. Yes. Okay. The last thing from me, Adam. I know we're talking about Christmas, but have you got a uh, Christmas and New Year's resolution? Well, that's a good shout. Um, I think New Year. Let's have a think about getting back into the game. <gasps> That's my oh, resolution. The band come back together. Yeah, I think we'll see where Uncle Ross is um, on his travels uh, in Abu Dhabi. But let's potentially look at getting the band back together New Year, maybe, as a resolution. Uh, Chris Tullin's still got their Mickey Mouse pants. Because he's going to need them. <laughs> he's going to need them. Oh, we'll no, we Mickey Mouse. We'll Mario. Listen, I can't... I hope he's still got his boots. He's going to be playing. We'd have yeah. to look after you two now after this national success that you've had. Yeah. Dread yeah. to think what your two wages will be coming back into the game. <laughs> Don't come cheap now. <laughs> no. Cookie, yeah. I want 150 quid. <laughs> and the rest. Pack a, fruit, pack a fruit teller and a cup of bovril for me. That'll do. Yeah. A beer speciale for you. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, but... Final from me. Make sure you go check out those Boxing Day fixtures. Support your local clubs. Absolutely. Um, brilliant atmosphere down there, as always, at your club. So, yeah, go and check those out if you are looking for a football fixture. Um, and then, just from me, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will see you all in the new year as we go again. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, all the listeners of the Non-League Treatment Room. 
don't do anything that I wouldn't do. That's a, that's Merry a really Christmas message. and a Happy New Year. I suppose the next time you two see me is at the end of the season when we review our Christmas predictions. Yes, very, yeah, very oh, true. Yeah, very and true. not one moment before. Yeah, yeah. we will. That's a wrap. That's Merry a wrap. Christmas, everybody. Baby. Adam! Adam! Hi guys, it's Davo from the Non-League Treatment Room Podcast. Uh, we just want to give you a quick message about one of our sponsors, Kitstop. Kitstop offer a wide range of kit for all types of sport, which can be printed and embroidered in-house. Top quality and deal with most of the leading brands. Check out their website, kitstop.co.uk, or check out the link below. Cheers, guys. Podcast Network.